Welcome to Believe in God with Joel Carmichael. Today's episode is going to enhance your faith in God and encourage you as a believer. As we get started today, we encourage you to share this, whatever platform you're watching. Also like and subscribe to Believe in God with Joel Carmichael. Now, let's get right into this life-changing message. Hello and welcome again to the Believe in God podcast. I'm Joel Carmichael. Today, I'm going to be delivering the fourth and final sermon in the Faith Builders series. So if you got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of Daniel chapter 6 and verse 6. And while you're turning there, here's a joke. So two men were sitting at a bar. And one of them said, or well, uh, well, sometimes when people sit at bars, they just become real religious. They'd become real religious because they were drunk. And the first man said, I bet you can't say the Lord's Prayer. And the other man said, Yes, I can. And the first man said, Okay. And he said, Okay, I lay thee down to sleep. And he said, Well, here you go. I thought you didn't know it. Okay. That's just a little joke. And it says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 6, So the administrators and high officials went to the king and said, Long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officials, advertisers, and governors that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days... Any person who prays to anyone divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. And now, your majesty, issue and sign this law so it cannot be changed. An official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So, King Darius signed the law. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. Did you not sign a law that for 30 days any person who prays to any one divine or human except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king replied. That decision stands. 
it is an official law of the Medes and the Persians that cannot be revoked. Then they told the king, That man, Daniel, one of the captives from Judah, is ignoring you and your law. He still prays to his God three times a day. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled, and he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of the, the rest of the day, excuse me, looking for a way to get Daniel out of this predicament. predicament. In the evening, the men went together to the king and said, "Your majesty, you know that according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, no law that the king signs can be changed. So at last the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to him, May your God, whom you serve so faithfully, rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal, royal seals, seal, and the seal of and the seals of his nobles, so that no one could rescue Daniel. Then the king returned to his palace, and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep that night. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God, whom you serve so faithfully, able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, Long live the king. My God sent his angels to shut the lion's mouths so that they would not hurt me for I have been found innocent in his sight, and I have not wronged you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed and ordered that Daniel be lifted up from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. Amen. Ain't that just a powerful scripture and now i know that this was kind of a lengthy passage of scripture but you see there is such great power in the scripture because daniel has had such great faith in god or let me put this in other words daniel had such great trust in God, that when the lions tried to eat him, God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth. But you see, Daniel had a test to his trust in God. But let me back up a little bit so you can understand this a little better. Because I didn't read the whole story, I just started from verse 6. So this story starts out with Daniel and two people chosen to supervise, to supervise the high officials. 
But you see, the people that worked with Daniel got jealous, and they pretty much tried to get him to cave in in his faith in God, like we read in this passage. But you see, when Daniel heard that the king had signed the law, he didn't just say, what am I going to, what am I going to do? Rather, he went and asked God for help through prayer. And this is a little side track. But prayer is very important to faith because prayer, in my opinion, is having a conversation with God. And in this conversation, you can either ask God for something for yourself. Like maybe for an example, let's just say you're believing God for a house and you don't have the money to buy or to pay for that house, but then God sends you someone to give you the money and you can now walk comfortably confidently into that dealer's office or insurance office and I know I'm not a dealer so don't judge me if I got that wrong but you see like I said prayer is having a conversation with God and like we see in the passage of scripture we just read that even when the officials came to Daniel's house, they found him praying and asking God for help. And this is my personal opinion, but I believe that he was praying that God would protect him from the lions. And that's what it's like in life, because you can just be serving God and and uh, spending time with God in prayer and, you know, just running the race of life. That's what I call the, the Christian life. And then suddenly, a test comes. And the test could be anything from sickness to a hangman. Because what I'm trying to say with this example is that it's easy to trust in God when there's no trouble... But when the trouble actually comes, it can be hard because it may seem like, you know, you're trapped in the lions of trouble surround. And it can be easy, you know, to just cave in and feel like you're powerless. But then God sends his angel to shut the mouths of the lions. And let me give you a personal example of mine. Actually, it includes my family. Back in December of 2021, my sister was about to be married. So, you know, we just, uh, you know, we're, we're just, you know, heading up to Colorado. And, you know, we're just driving. And we drove through Kansas. And I've learned something about Kansas. Kansas is not very pretty. Like it's just flat fields and just corn fields and wheat fields and just like it's not very pretty. So we're driving and we're heading up to uh, Colorado. 
And all of a sudden, this windstorm just starts to kick up. And it got really bad. Like we had to stop at a gas station. Like it was just pouring down, raining. Like it was just horrible and we got delayed. A few, I think a few hours. I could be wrong, but I think that's right. And we got delayed a little bit. So I, or we stopped at this gas station and finally the, the, the rain cleared and we were able to get back on the road. So we're just heading down the road and all of a sudden that, that wind and rain just got really, really bad. And we had come to this highway and like, but like it was just pouring down rain and it was just real bad. So we had to stop again. So we stop at this gas station uh, and uh, we, we stop at this gas station and the power is out because I, I don't know, but maybe like a tree fell on the power line, I don't know. And there was just, it was just horrible and we got stuck there. And actually, if I understand the reason why the, the roads were closed, because even the back roads were closed, there were a lot of wrecks and actually, if you went a little further, the wind was stronger. And people had like, you know, like, I guess the wind maybe flipped them over as they were heading down the road. And we got uh, stuck and that was not fun. But I remember my dad said, he said, you know, I believe that this was spiritual warfare. So we took our authority and finally, you know, that, that, that the wind and rain finally stopped. And so you see, we trusted in God because, you know, we could have had anything from a, a rock to fly through the window or a tree to fly through the window and, you know, hit us. Or like we could have got flooded in and trapped, but, but we didn't. But and so you see... We trusted in God to protect us from that lion called the windstorm and God shut the mouth of that lion. So what is my point behind this sermon? Simply, even when you have a lion, meaning your problem, have faith in God, or in other words, trust in God to protect you. Amen? Amen. Now before we go, I want to give you an opportunity to make the the or to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Because if you don't receive Jesus into your life, this is this sermon isn't really going to be much, isn't going to be real impactful. It's not going to be real meaningful. So I want you to pray this prayer after me. And if you mean this prayer from the bottom of your heart, you will be saved. Say, Jesus, I repent of all my sins. I ask you to wash them away, to cleanse them 
from make me whiter than snow. Lord Jesus, I believe that you came to this earth. You died on a cross. You were put into a tomb. And three days later, you rose again. So that I could receive life. Holy Spirit, fill me now. Use me for your glory. Guide me. Show me your will for my life. Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Satan, get your hand off my life. I'm not yours anymore. I am the Lord's. I am forgiven. I am free. My name is in the book of life. And I will be with you, Lord, forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. I can now gladly say this. Welcome to the family of God. You're saved. You're free from the bondage of Satan. You're washed whiter than snow, as the scripture says. You are a new creature. Because 2 Corinthians 5 17 says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So your old life is dead. It's, it's put under the blood. And you can now walk in the freedom of God's love. And you will be with the Lord forever, for eternity. Ain't that just so good? And now you can trust the Lord, your God, to protect you. And that's the point behind this sermon. Simply just trust the Lord. Trust the Lord to protect you with whatever problem. And I also want to encourage you to like and, and subscribe to this podcast. And also, join me again next week as we learn how to believe in God. God bless you. You've been listening to Believe in God with Joel Carmichael. We trust that this message was life-changing and encouraging to your faith. We encourage you to like and subscribe to Believe in God with Joel Carmichael and share this to those who will benefit from these life-changing messages. We want to pray for you today at Believe in God Ministries. Father, we pray for our friends. God, we speak your blessing over them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. And until next time, we want to encourage you to believe in God.